Hi, I'm Chris Kepler, and welcome to Does This Happen to You? I'm an actor, voice actor, audiobook narrator, and writer. I love reading, pondering, and sharing humorous stories about the freakish things that happen in everyday life. That's why this podcast features funny stories from fantastic writers about our daily aberrations, a micro-audio book about life and befuddlement just for you. Our story this week is from Michelle Tuhu, who you'll find on Medium.com. And here is When Your Genes Turn on You. Jeans and I had a bad relationship, so we broke up. In every failed relationship, there is a moment when you can no longer deny things just aren't working out. So it was with Jeans and me. Here is the sad story of the end of a relationship that was never that good to begin with, but ended in shame and humiliation. We've all been there, I think. A couple of years ago, finding myself completely jeanless, I bought a pair of pre-ripped jeans. I dislike that look, but a distressed pair happened to be the only style that I could find that fit me in that particular target on that particular day. I shrugged and bought them. You cannot not own any jeans. I believe it's the law in some states. It's a little bit like a woman deciding to date a man she doesn't really like just because he's there and seems semi-acceptable and she thinks dating him will be better than being without any man at all. Never a good idea. So I knowingly settled for obviously damaged jeans. I lost some weight and these jeans were a smaller size than I'd worn in years, so I fell for their flattery. The rips weren't that bad, I convinced myself. They tore a bit more each day, but I ignored the problem. Plenty of other women wear jeans with worse rips and frays than mine, I thought. It would be fine. While I attended a meeting at the library, the jeans suddenly turned on me. To be fair, I'd been asking a lot of these jeans. They'd fit perfectly when I bought them, but after my sister died, I started gaining a lot of weight. My legs were bigger around than they had been, and the jeans were confused. They didn't know what to do. Holding in my fatter thighs was above their pay grade. It really wasn't my jeans' fault. They had done their best, I now realize. I should not have worn them to that meeting. It was asking too much. It was a forum for mayoral and city council candidates, the kind of thing I used to organize myself for every election back when I was a newspaper editor. I knew most of the people in that crowded room, so I did not have a sense of anonymity I could have used. As I sat there shifting around uncomfortably in a folding chair, those jeans just gave up. They ripped all the way up to the tops of my thighs. Looking down while seated, it appeared as if I were wearing no pants at all. My calves were doing fine, but my thighs resembled overrisen bread dough forgotten in a warm room until it spilled over the sides of the pan. 
I'm not trying to body shame myself here. I'm trying to accept some of the blame for my gene's failure. It takes two, and both of us were at fault. I had grown during the relationship. My genes had not. I arranged my jacket over my bare lap as best I could and pretended nothing unusual was going on as I took notes, and then I got the hell out of there as quickly as I could. I hoped nobody was thinking, Isn't that the lady who used to be the editor of the paper? Why is she flashing her thighs at everyone? The truth is, I have never liked jeans. I know everyone else thinks they're comfortable. To these people, I ask, Haven't you ever worn a loose, casual, comfy dress? I always preferred dresses as a kid, which was not the popularity boost you might assume. I finally traded in dresses for jeans sometime in late grade school or early junior high, but I never liked them. I just wanted to fit in better. Any relationship with jeans is inherently fraught. They are so difficult. You never know what the right length is, and it's always changing. When you try them on, you can't just go with what fits today. You have to guess how much they might shrink when you wash them. How much will they change in the future? You never want too short jeans, except when that's in style, which I suppose it is sometimes, but not for me. Short jeans bring up too many bad memories. In high school, I often had just a couple of pairs, and my parents tended not to notice when I outgrew them. That happens often when you're growing fast, leaving you with high-water jeans. At my high school in the early 1980s, the jeans were worn very long and rolled up. My jeans would start off long enough, but then I would grow again. You could see my socks. This was not okay, and I knew it. When I complained, my mom would always say I was one of the best-dressed girls in my class, and I think she actually believed that. It was probably easy for her to believe that because she probably had in mind the lower standards of her teen years. Most likely, she was able to dress me better than her parents could dress her, and she felt good about that. This was in a tiny farming community, and the fashion standards there were nothing at all compared to what a city kid would face. The popular girls pranced around in clothes from Walmart. They wouldn't have known what to do with the genuinely fashion-forward crowd. At some point, I told my parents that the other kids were making fun of my jeans being too short, and I finally got new ones. They told me I should tell them if it ever happened again, but not to just say that to get new clothes. I knew they genuinely felt bad that I'd been teased and truly thought they'd solved the problem. They would never understand just how far my clothes were from being right. Anyway, Jeans and I have finally broken up for good. Between my bad childhood experiences and the great library thigh burst, I'm absolutely done trying to make this relationship work. Those on-again, off-again relationships are not good for anybody. But it's too cold to go bare-legged, so I had to figure out something. 
I am happy to report I've started a new relationship. Have you met leggings? Specifically, have you met leggings lined with faux fur? They are so warm and so stretchy. I like that in a leg covering. I put them on and voila, my thighs are warm and sheathed. My ankles may flesh, but I no longer give a shit about whether anyone sees my socks. Anyway, when I'm walking the dogs, I'll probably wear warm boots that come up over the leggings. These leggings are so warm and comfortable that I can layer my beloved black dresses over them and be perfectly toasty all winter. My only fear is that the fur-lined leggings might be a novelty item only available for a short time. Maybe I should purchase enough to last me for the rest of my life. I don't want this to be a temporary fling. This is for life, baby. I'm sorry, Jeans. It's not you, it's me. I should have just told you this a long time ago. It was never going to work with us. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this story, let me know and share it with your friends. Follow me at Chris Narrates on Twitter or Chris K. Kepler on Facebook or check out my website, chriskepler.com.